Hey there, Nate Dickinson here on the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast. A happy Tuesday to you. We got a great show lined up here today. Coming up, this is usually the time when we have our Media Monday reviews for the football team. P.J. Fleck takes to the podium on Mondays to answer questions about what he's seen over the course of the weekend and just about the game from last week and this week's upcoming game as well. But the team has not made that interview and press conference available on their YouTube pages yet. I'd love to get in there and be in there live, ask PJ some questions all the time. But uh, unfortunately, I can't always get myself there. I usually rely on watching it after the fact, but I can't do that quite yet. But no worries, we still have a press conference review to get to. Richard Pitino actually talked to the press last week about the team's basketball season going forward. We'll talk about everything he had to say as the Gophers get ready to prepare to face off against Green Bay tomorrow to start the season. Also, later on in the show, I'll just break down this Gopher team in general. It's really, really unclear what to expect out of the Gophers this year, and I'll emphasize that as well. But I'll try to tell you at least what I think I do know about this squad as we get ready for 2020 and 21 here on the show today. That's all coming up in a little bit, but first, as I mentioned at the top, you give us half an hour every day, we're going to let you know everything you need to know about what's going on at the University of Minnesota. So here are some things that you may have missed over the past 24 hours. One thing that you probably did not miss, the Gopher football team has canceled practice for today as a result of positive COVID-19 tests within the team. Now, we don't know if it's players or coaches or just somebody else on the staff who tests positive. Minnesota, as well as just about everyone in the country and in the Big Ten especially, is very quiet about naming names and talking about how many people exactly are testing positive and reporting numbers. It's something they like to keep in-house, which leaves us a little bit in the dark, as we talked about on yesterday's show. But at the same time, you understand why you want that privacy kept uh, valued. So it won't be any practice today for the Gophers. The plan is still to get back to practice tomorrow and then play the Wisconsin game in on Saturday. Big implications there as well. Uh, of course, for the Gophers, they've played Wisconsin every season since 1890, only missing one year in 1906. For the Badgers, it's obviously big, big 10 implications. They've already missed two games. Another one, and they will not be eligible for the big 10 championship. Now, Northwestern would have that spot right now as it stands, but Wisconsin still with big 10 title hopes, and they would have those dashed without even being able to play for it if they can't play on Saturday. So that's big for Wisconsin, obviously, but big for the Gophers too. The Big Ten women's basketball schedule was released yesterday. We learned of the men's earlier this week. Now the Gophers women's knew exactly when they'll be playing Big Ten basketball. It will start up December 9th against Michigan State. First game for the Gophers is December 1st, next week against Eastern Illinois over at Williams Arena. Also, the Gopher hockey team was back in action yesterday, improved to 3-0 with a 4-1 win over Ohio State. Good on the Gopher men's hockey team picking up that win, and in short turnaround time, too. That team playing its third game in five days in a rare Monday-Tuesday matchup with Ohio State. That means they'll play their fourth in six games right here tonight, and of course, we'll let you know how they do tomorrow on the podcast. And finally, a little bit of news outside of the University of Minnesota. Minnesota State Mankato and Bemidji State's hockey game scheduled for yesterday was postponed as a result of COVID-19 positive tests. Those teams did also play each other on Sunday, but the game yesterday postponed. We'll learn more, of course, today about the fallout of if that game on Sunday ended up spreading any more positive coronavirus cases. Of course, if that's the case, we'll keep you updated on it 
as we keep an eye on some other things going on in other Minnesota schools as well for a moment. Before we get into the breakdown of this Gopher basketball team, what Richard Pitino is saying about it, and what I think about it too, I do want to touch on one player who's a little bit of an, I don't know if you'd call it under-the-radar guy, or someone who just is a little bit unfamiliar to the Gopher fan base, but Eric Curry is a senior who was named a captain to this team last week, along with Gabe Kalsher and Marcus Carr. He's someone who has had to miss a lot of time to injuries. But Richard Pitino is really, really, at least from what he said yesterday, or what he said last week, check that, he seems like he's really high on this guy. And really high on what he does outside of just the X's and O's as well. Pitino praises his ability to be smart, how he works as a leader, how he understands how to play. He even went as far to say that when Curry's out there, Curry makes Pitino look better as a coach. And you understand what he's saying there. He's just a smart guy, and his kind of experience, composure, is something that the Gophers were kind of lacking last season. Now, he's not going to be able to do it on the perimeter. Obviously, that's not his thing, and that is where the Gophers seem to struggle a bit late in games. But it is what the Gophers needed. This Minnesota team was close to an NCAA tournament berth last season. Obviously, we never know what would have happened in the Big Ten tournament or with the NCAA tournament itself. But this team had plenty of chances to get itself into the field of 68 if there had been one and just lost a whole bunch of close games late in the season. We'll get more into that later on in the show. But a guy like Eric Curry, who can come in, be the guy who's experienced, be the guy who's composed, and if he can be in the way that Richard Pitino says, make Pitino look better, be that kind of coach on the floor, it could be that kind of consistency that the Gophers were really lacking last year that pushes this team over the top. I don't know how good Eric Curry is going to be on the floor this season. Patino says he will play tomorrow against Green Bay, so that's good. We'll get at least a look at him. But I don't know what he's going to do on the court as far as points, rebounds, assists, stuff like that. Blocks, I can't tell you all that. I don't know what a guy who's coming off an injury and hasn't played in that long will do. But I know he's the same leader that Patino says that he was before. Like, that doesn't change when you get hurt. So when he's out there, I expect this team to be playing a more sound game of basketball. He says he's vocal. He says he knows how to lead a team. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. Because you don't just get named a captain after not playing all of last year for nothing. Eric Curry earned that spot. He has the respect of this team. And hopefully he's able to turn that into a a more efficient gopher basketball team. Because that was what the gophers were missing. They had the talent. They just could not do it for a full 40 minutes, it seems like, all the time. Well, we'll get more into what I think about the Gophers this season and also what Richard Pitino thinks about the Gophers this season when we go over his press conference in a moment. But first, I would imagine you'll have some time to chill out this week. It's Thanksgiving. Sit on the couch. Get in that recliner. Lean back, watch some football, perhaps, maybe some basketball, too, since the college season's starting as well, and really lay back. And when you need to chill... I suggest you go to the beer that's literally made to chill. That's Coors Light. They want you to know that no matter what sport is on this fall or winter, and it seems like they've got them all at one point and then nothing the next, it's a weird year, Saturdays are your time to chill. And in this week, you get Thursday and Friday too. It doesn't matter what team or sport is playing. Coors Light is the official beer of watching any sport or team just to drink beer. So flip through the channels, find your sport, and crack open a Coors Light. A reminder... 
These beers are literally made to chill. Cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Remember, celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We'll be back in with the reaction from Richard Pitino's press conference last week previewing this Gopher football season. What kind of hints did he give us as to what this team might look like when it hits the hardwood tomorrow? That's coming up in just a minute here on the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast. I'm Nate Dickinson. Back here on the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast, Nate Dickinson with you. We're going to get into Richard Pitino's press conference from last week, last time that he's talked to the media before the season starts up tomorrow against Green Bay. And we'll review everything that he had to say about this squad going into the season, see what kind of hints he gave us as to what exactly we'll be seeing from the Gophers this year. Coming up on tomorrow's show, I'm going to try and get a hold of someone from over at Green Bay who covers that team, and we'll talk to him about what exactly to expect from that squad. It's obviously a team that the Gophers expect to beat, but who will be the playmakers for Green Bay? We'll talk to someone from over in Wisconsin tomorrow about all of that. But let's get into Richard Pitino here. He had, of course, a press conference last week, as I said before, and talked just about the start of the season. It was kind of still up in the air when he mentioned things. There still wasn't even a time for this Green Bay game to be played and no Big Ten schedule out yet when he discussed things. And he talked about that a lot at the start of his conference as well. Someone asked about what the difference was just between this preseason and others. And I mean, it's been the same response we've seen from pretty much every coach at any level in that it's unlike anything that they've ever had to deal with and more different than anything they've ever had to deal with either. It's the biggest difference he says he's ever seen in one preseason from another and really brings out kind of the reasons for that. Usually the team has eight weeks in the summer where they're able to work out with players and get things done. Those were optional this year. A lot of players went home. They didn't have everybody there. Normally the team would have a scrimmage, either intra-squad or an exhibition against another team, at least one or two of those games, that there has not been this season. And for a team like the Gophers, who has like experience in guys like Tony Robbins and Brandon Johnson and Booth Gotch, Those guys are going to be able to be good, but they don't know the system yet. So I feel like those players especially could have benefited from getting some real game time, like a scrimmage or an exhibition, over maybe like a freshman. Like a freshman's still going to have to grow into this basketball team. A transfer guy's more plug and play, but it really is valuable to get that time where he can learn the system so that he can be effective more quickly. I feel like it affects those transfer guys more than it does like the incoming freshman coming in. He also mentioned the uncertainty around everything. Again, when he talked, they didn't know what time that this game against Green Bay would be played. They didn't have a Big Ten schedule. And he mentioned that later on and said that the schedule is going to change. Like, we're talking about how the Big Ten's gone, and honestly, the Gophers have gotten pretty lucky up to this point in not having either gotten a COVID case that stops a game or run into one of the other teams in the Big Ten that has had to force a game stopped. It's pretty, it is pretty convenient that the Gophers have been able to get through at least this much of the season without having any stoppages in actual play of football games. But with the basketball season, Patino points out that you really just can't expect that this year. With the flexibility of a basketball schedule, I mean, as he said, they're going to release something And he said last week we could put something out there. But if you think that this isn't going to change, you're crazy. That's the way he put it. 
Like, you have to expect these games to not all be played on these dates and these times. And I really don't think anybody is, but driving that point home, I think, is really important to note as well. Because with the Big Ten schedule, you had everything set in stone. If it gets canceled, it can't get made up. You know everything is going to happen at a certain time if it happens. It'll either be played or not played. There won't be any moving around of schedules. With basketball, that'll be very different for a number of reasons. But obviously, it's for the better because it's more likely to get a full season in. We're seeing, obviously, a whole bunch of Big Ten teams struggle in doing that. Another person asked Richard Pitino about uh, the new guys, the transfers who are coming in, and how they get acclimated in this weird year. And Pitino starts by pointing out that it's the same for everyone right now, but also points out that in a sport like college football, and maybe this is alluding to the Gophers, I'm not sure, Nobody wants to hear excuses because P.J. Fleck has plenty of really good excuses as to why this team has not been as good this season. He's starting seven new players on defense in a year in which he did not have a spring practice. He did not have any sort of summer training. He did not have really even any sort of preseason to speak of or certainly nothing that was anything resembling what the team would normally have. But nobody's wanting to hear those excuses. Again, as Patino said, it's still a whole bunch of Gopher fans really, really upset with what this team has done this year. And if the Gopher basketball team gets off to a similar start, Patino knows that that's exactly what's going to happen to him too. He knows that this isn't something where he gets a free pass. And especially for a coach like Richard Patino, who plenty are arguing is on the hot seat going into this season, it's something that really gets a disadvantage to him like it's not his fault that the season's starting this way and it's not going to be tangible any sort of effects that it might have on the team like you're not going to see it in the box score if Marcus Carr is just suddenly not the player he was you're not going to be able to just say oh it's COVID like maybe he's just not as good you can guess but you can't be definitive about it so Patino understands that there's pressure on him and on everyone to be able to while the season is not like any other be able to at least try and make it look like on the court this team is just what it was, just as good as it was last season, if not better. He said he's tried to simplify things as a result of that, as a result of not having the same kind of preseason, as a result of not being able to be with the guys as much as he'd like. He said he's tried to simplify things offensively and defensively, and when he was asked about when the team paused things as well, he did say that that was for a good amount of time, as he put it. The exact quote was a good amount. And he said it looks like they've been out for a good amount too. I think that might be a little bit of a precursor to Patino saying that, like, at least for tomorrow, if this team doesn't quite look ready, like, maybe it's because we aren't, (laughs) you know, like, they had to stop practice for a few days. Again, he said, quote, a while. I don't know how long exactly that is. But this team is certainly not what a going into the first game team would be for the Minnesota Gophers. It's like that for everybody, again, but... For a team that has so many new faces that are going to start up in Robbins, or I think I called him Tony Robbins before. It's Liam Robbins, his name. Liam Robbins and also uh, Brandon Johnson and Booth Gotch. Those guys, I feel like, will take some time to get acclimated. He mentioned that Robbins, Johnson, and Gotch, they saw Williams Arena for the first time like last week. The guys that they're bringing in, some of them they hadn't seen play before as far as like freshman class. He brought that up for the class of 2021. But he knows these guys have experience. He's trying to make it easier for them to be able to play the game. Easier for everyone to be able to play the game in this time. Because I think that's really the focus on everyone at the start of the season. Same way with the start of the college football season too. How can we make this, at the very least, easier on these players 
and condense everything into a shorter amount of time so that we're as ready as we can be going into the season? And I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if anybody knows the answer to that. It's just something you've got to deal with this year. I think Patino put it best when near the end of his talk last week, he said that you've got three opponents you've got to overcome this year. You've got to beat yourself. You can't let yourself beat yourself or whatever you say. You can't beat yourself in the game. You got the opponent. Then you also got COVID too. Those are three things that you've got to overcome to be able to be successful this year. And it makes it a lot different than any other year we've had. And I don't know if that means that the Gophers are going to be affected more than any other team, if everyone's just going to kind of have to have this dealt with on their own and nobody gets any sort of advantage. But if I had to guess, I would say that like we've seen in college football, the teams that have a whole lot of players coming back, the teams that already know each other well, would be able to excel at least in the early part of the season. I could see it smoothing out over the course of a season, and football doesn't really have that luxury with so few games. But at least at the start, I would imagine that guys who are coming in and are new may not do as well as you'd expect them to right away. And teams that have a lot of guys coming in and are new may not do quite as well. That's what I would say going at least into this first game against Green Bay is that you shouldn't panic after one. With the football team, it's different. They're only playing eight games and everyone matters. Against Green Bay, I I don't expect the Gophers to lose that game. But if it doesn't look as clean or as pretty as you may have thought it would going into the season or if it's like a nail-biter going down, I wouldn't be concerned. Not with this Gopher basketball team because they've got more time to get it figured out. They've had more closer to a normal preseason so you'd imagine they're at least closer to where they'd like to be than the football team was to start its season but I do think that this gopher team may at least for the first couple of games have some growing pains and more than just the normal growing pains that we've normally seen out of this squad well coming up in a minute I'll tell you my thoughts on just the season as a whole I'll be honest I have no idea how the gophers are going to do this year Thanks to all the variables that we've laid out before. COVID-19, the transfer rule that's allowing more players to come in, all that kind of stuff. We'll break it down in a minute. But really, I have no idea what the Gophers are going to do this year, so I'll try and at least let you know what I think I do know going into the 2020 and 21 basketball season. Well, the Gophers are getting ready to face off against Green Bay tomorrow, and they may need that extra jolt of energy to get them pumped up. I doubt it. It's the season startup. But you may need an extra little boost of energy, too, to get you going throughout the day, whether it's just to get you through the work day or get you through that workout after the work day. Built Go is your place to go when it comes to getting that extra energy. Now, you already know about Built Bar, the protein bars that taste great and pack a whole lot of good stuff into one bar as well. Built Go is like that, but just packed into one little an ounce and a half package that you can stick into your pocket, your briefcase, whatever you might need to have energy on deck and ready for you whenever you need it. It's the best workout gel on the market, like a five-hour energy, but without that like crash feeling and also without all that sugar and stuff that ruins your insides. It's natural, so better for your body too. Like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results too. They got flavors like peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint, so the stuff tastes good too. You're not just eating this random gel that's filled up with proteins. They've got good stuff in them too. It works well because of collagen proteins. It's a fast-absorbing gel, so it gets into your system fast, gets you working well, and it's easy on the stomach as well. Also loaded up with good stuff by beta-alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine as well. Also your full supply of B6 and B12 vitamins. 
BuiltGo is your place to go for that extra boost of energy when you need it. Visit BuiltGo.com and use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. After we come back, we'll have my thoughts on the upcoming 2020 basketball season. As I mentioned, I have no idea what's coming from this Gopher team this year or what to expect, but I'll tell you at least a few of the things that I think at least I do know going into the year, and maybe that'll give you some sort of idea of what you think this Gopher basketball team can do. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Nate Dickinson here on the Locked On Golden Gopher podcast. Nate Dickinson back here wrapping things up on the Locked On Golden Gopher podcast. We'll finish with just my thoughts on the Golden Gopher basketball season going forward. Team faces off against Green Bay to start the season tomorrow. Again, we'll hopefully have someone from over at Green Bay who covers the team to talk about that matchup for tomorrow's show for you. But I want to give you just my thoughts on the season as a whole as we get ready for basketball. And it's really weird to try and think about what this season will be after watching the Gopher football season. Because I'm still a firm believer that that team was heavily affected by COVID-19, especially because of the new players out there on defense. I'd say the Gophers were even more so brought back by this pandemic than some other teams in the Big Ten. And we've seen it play out that way. Teams who are more experienced just have done better. But again, with this Gopher basketball team, I have no idea what to expect. As I prefaced before a couple of times on the show already today, there's just no way to tell. I don't know how good this team will be. I don't know how well the transfers will fit in. They're going to have to fit in well because they're going to be expected to do a lot. But I really have no clue. I don't know how much better Marcus Carr and Gabe Kalsher are going to get this season than what they were last season. Hopefully Carr just proves that he's an NBA caliber player and goes to the draft. But you don't know. And there's no way to know. And if you're talking to someone who says they do know, I'm saying that they're a fool. Because even if you're an expert, even if you know this team like the back of your hand, you don't know how the pandemic affects it. You don't know how these transfer guys are going to play with everybody else. You don't know that stuff. And I don't think you can say that you confidently know what will happen this season with the Gophers without knowing those things. Here's what I do know, though. And hopefully maybe this tries to give you an idea of what you think of the Gopher team going into things. What I think I do know is, one, the Minnesota Gophers last year were a talented enough team to make the NCAA tournament. I think anybody who was watching that team that season understands that. And yes, it ended up being an under 500 team in the middle of the Big Ten tournament when the season was canceled. But there were plenty of games that that team could have won that it didn't. We mentioned it before on the podcast. Minnesota lost four games in the last half month of the season from February 16th on by five points or less in the Big Ten. And these aren't just games against pushovers or games against big teams that were hard to beat. I'm talking about Penn State. I'm talking about Iowa, three-point loss on the 16th. Penn State was actually a six-point loss before on February 8th. But Iowa, a ranked team that could have gotten Minnesota right back into the tournament picture, lost by three. Later on in the month, Maryland lost by one. Later on then, Wisconsin lost by two. And then against another bubble team in Indiana, lost by four. Those are games that you win any one of them puts you right back into the conversation. While the Gophers were floating off the bubble with all their losses, you win one of those games, you're right back in it. And you have a Big Ten tournament chance to prove that you belong in this tournament. There's no doubt in my mind that team was talented enough to win basketball games. It could have been any of those games that put Minnesota in the tournament and has everyone thinking entirely differently about this team going into this season. 
You hope that another year of experience helps get that back. You hope that the transfers, especially guys like Liam Robbins, or not a transfer, but Eric Curry, who we talked about before, can fill in the holes set by Daniel Oturu. You hope that Marcus Carr and Gabe Kalsher, with another year of experience under their belt, can be a little bit more efficient on offense and defense, not turn over the ball so much, and be able to finish games, really, as a whole, as a team. You hope that with that year of experience that this team can do better. The skill wasn't the problem last year. Finishing games and the late mistakes were. With that being said, I really do think, as I alluded to, that this team is more talented this season than it was last season. Yes, you lose Daniel Oturu, who's your first NBA draft pick since 2004, but I really do think that Curry and Robbins can make up for that. And I really do think that Liam Robbins especially can really excel here. I don't see him having much of a problem going into Big Ten play and bodying things up against Big Ten players. He's still an NBA-sized guy. He still has ability. I think he can really, really excel this season and break out with the Gophers to a point where he could have NBA aspirations at the end of the year. I really do think he's a really good player who will do really well. Also, again, you add another year of experience for Carr, Kalsher, and really everybody else, too. Because remember, you lost Daniel Oturu, but as far as guys who were playing consistently, that's really the only loss from last year. So in that regard, the Gophers do have a lot of experience coming back. They have a lot of new guys who are going to be asked to do things on the floor as well, but they have a lot of experience coming back. So overall, I expect to see a higher level of basketball from Minnesota. But I don't know if that automatically translates to more wins. Because the third thing I think I know, along with that the Gophers were good enough last year, and I think they're better this year, the third thing I think I know too is that everybody else is getting better too. Other teams are getting the same transfer waivers that are letting guys like Booth Gotch and Liam Robbins and Brandon Johnson play for the Gophers right now this season. That's not exclusive to Minnesota. Everyone around the country is getting the same kind of thing. It means everyone's getting better. And especially in a Big Ten that is more stacked than ever this year, I think that makes it especially tough on Minnesota. Remember, there's three Big Ten teams in the top ten in the preseason. Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois. Seven Big Ten teams in the top 25 and an eighth one in Indiana receiving votes. That is a stacked conference. Even the middle of the pack teams in the Big Ten are going to be top 25 teams or at least projected to be top 25 teams right now. It is going to be harder than ever to win games in the Big Ten. So while the Gophers may be getting better, I do not know if that ends up resulting in a better record at the end of the season. I have no idea what this team will look like in March, but I do know at least right now that I think it's a better overall basketball team than it was last year, a more experienced overall team than it was last year, but the competition is just a whole lot tougher too. We'll see how it ends up translating on the court with the team, which starts its season tomorrow against Green Bay. We'll, of course, give you a preview of that Green Bay game tomorrow morning with everything else going on with the Gophers as well. Until then, Nate Dickinson here with the Locked On Golden Gopher podcast. Roll the boat, Skyuma, go Gophers.